You're listening to Phenomenology Club Radio. Hello and welcome back to Talk About It, the official podcast series of Phenomenology Club. All of these episodes are broadcasted live to our Patreon audience. If you would like to be a member, you can sign up at patreon.com slash phenomenologyclub for only $1. Otherwise, you can hear them one week after the initial broadcast on our Spotify or YouTube pages. Enjoy. Hello all, welcome back to Talk About It, the official podcast series of Phenomenology Club. I am Buttress, your wise and benevolent host, hailing to you from the forests of New Jerusalem. It has been quite some time since we did an upload like this one, a topic-based upload for our Talk About It series, and also one that is public. For those of you listening on Spotify or YouTube, it has been quite some time since we have done a public upload, and the reasons for this are numerous, and I won't get into all of them, but the most important reason is that, you know, at a certain point, with the general instability of the past almost two years now of being in this global pandemic, it just became, at a certain point for myself and many others, difficult to focus. Can I get an amen? It becomes difficult at a certain point, I think, to focus when the world around you When civilization around you is literally fucking crumbling. And when I say literally, I mean not literally, which is hilarious that the definition of literally now means not literally. But anyway, I didn't want to get on here and talk about the color red. How can I get on here and talk about the color red when everything is falling apart? People are dying People are being relocated. I'm being relocated. Everything's in fucking upheaval. Who wants to talk about the color red? Who wants to talk about if apples are fucking real? Huh? Who wants to talk about any of it? Nobody. That's who. So I decided that instead of getting up here and talking about topics because I didn't give a fuck, I would just continue going live every Sunday and doing more of a stream of consciousness type upload for only the people who care the most, members of our very dear precious phenomenology club who have been going strong this entire pandemic and who have met here every Sunday behind the paywall and will continue to do so until the end of fucking time. Anyway, welcome back. It's time to talk about it. Are you fucking ready? Let's go. Let's talk about the thing that I am attempting to dabble in again. Civilization. For those of you who haven't heard me speak for a while, I can't update you on all of the many changes I've been through, but one of the changes that I've been through was I decided to move to the woods and be in isolation away from civilization. Civilization. By the way, I'm rusty shit. Please forgive me. I'll get back into it. You know, when you don't have to speak to... uh, When you don't have to uh, actually make sense or be on some sort of topic, you do lose the ability. I feel like speaking is such an important skill and one that we greatly underestimate these days. 
regardless, let's talk about civilization, civilization. The thing that I wish to return to in some capacity. You know, for the past few years with the pandemic going on, I feel like so many of us are in a similar position where we have just become so meandering, so lost, so unable to focus, and for very practical, real reasons, right? I mean, when everything around you is in this constant upheaval, people are being made to reinterrogate and inspect their entire life trajectories. I mean, many of us have uh, realized, for example, that our career pursuits, the things that we envisioned we would embark on some path on and forge a future for ourselves were actually completely futile goals and we don't want to commit to them anymore especially those of us who are on some sort of career trajectory in the arts. I mean, the arts seems to be one of the most arbitrary, futile industries you can be a part of right now. The arts are so futile, it actually seems unethical to me to be an artist. I don't truly believe this, and I'm not going to go into that rant, but, like, it feels so gratuitous to be an artist. It, it like, feels wrong. Um... So many of us relocated to different cities, had to change jobs, had to change career paths entirely. And I feel as if through all of the instability, many of us kind of, in some ways, felt as if we lost our grounding and felt as if, if you're anything like me, we had, we're sort of feeling a bit of a blunted effect and like, I've lost a sort of lust for life. Shout out Lana Del Rey. And it makes me wonder why. The past few years for me has just been a succession of taking black pill after black pill after black pill. And I know that some of you can relate. My first black pill was probably in 2017 when I took the radical feminism black pill. Absolutely devastating. I used to think that radical feminism was just like extreme feminists. Little did I know that radical feminism was actually an entire school of philosophy. Well, critical theory. Let's call it critical theory. Of course, philosophy is involved where all of these very intelligent women articulate all these absolutely devastating points about the world that turn out to be incredibly true. And when you behold them, it's just world ending, just life shattering, devastating. So that was the first black pill, which completely shifted my worldview in ways that I was not ready for. Honestly, it was a traumatic experience, but still I soldiered on. Okay. Then all of a sudden, bam, another worldview altering experience, the pandemic hits. None of us were ready for that one, right? Where the entire structure of daily existence as we know it just becomes turned on its fucking head. I mean, how many times in all of our various debates with other people do we find ourselves arguing about whether or not it'd be possible for everybody to just stop going to work one day? And many of us were under the impression that we can't all stop going to work one day. The world will crumble civilization will literally crumble and look what happened one day most of us had to stop going to work and civilization didn't crumble what the fuck i feel like just observing this was also worldview shifting 
we're beginning to question the very fabric of everything we thought was true. We thought that if the world were to cease for a second, if all of our dumb daily activities were put on pause, everything would crumble. Yet it didn't. What's going on? So then we have the pandemic. And then, it's just black pill after black pill. And then this one was the most devastating for me. I read the seminal work of literature by Theodore Kaczynski titled Industrial Society and Its Future. And this just put me out of commission. I wasn't ready for the TED pill. I was absolutely not ready to begin viewing everything around me as completely futile trash. I mean, for those of you who have read this seminal piece of literature, Industrial Society and Its Future, you know that Ted, who recently has been diagnosed with terminal cancer, by the way, prayers up for Ted, you know that um, Ted points out to us that much of what we do every day with our daily human activities can be ultimately described as futile and pointless, and maybe not even just futile and pointless, but also harmful and, in a sense, anti-human. Ted points out to us that so much of what we put our faith in as humans, ideas of human progress, human achievement, are what he calls surrogate activities. And this was devastating for me. And this is where I want us to transition into this conversation about civilization. Because what I realized, and I hate this word realized, I feel like if you say the word realized too much, you should ask yourself why. And if you're okay, because when you're always having realizations, you usually, I feel like, aren't. But I've decided I'm going to let myself say realize freely for this conversation. Um, What I realized after taking all these black pills and realizing that my lust for life was seemingly diminishing right before my very eyes, especially in light of this fucking... (laughs) fucking Ted Kaczynski manifesto was that my lust for life and my pride in myself was intrinsically linked to ideas of human accomplishment and human achievement. What I realized was that everything I find so endearing and beautiful and awe-inspiring about human society and civilization was essentially all of our many accomplishments i'm not proud to be a human because i'm proud to be some sort of being that walks with two legs and has 10 fingers and two eyes and hair on my head but not on the rest of my body no i was or am that's left to be uh, decided. I'm proud to be a human, not because of my human physiology, but because of everything humans have ever done. The fact that we crawled out the fucking mud and started playing drums, started painting on cave walls, started hunting other animals, made the wheel, harnessed fire, harnessed electricity made beautiful architecture and philosophy and this and that. All of these things and thinking on them, my whole life had become the source of my own personal identity. 
I love myself because I love human society. And so when I began getting blackpilled, and when I read Industrial Society and Its Future by Ted Kaczynski, I started to see everything that we'd accomplished that I had previously taken such great pride in, all of our technology, all of our artistic accomplishments, the whole of human history. Once I started to see these things as surrogate activities and as futile and as not only accomplishing nothing, but as accomplishing harm, as being suicidal activities, I started to lose my love for myself as well. How can you not? When we look around and everything you previously thought was so amazing, so awe-inspiring and beautiful, New York City, the skyline. I remember so many evenings taking mushrooms and walking around the city and going, oh my God, it's so fucking cool. I have literally wept at an Exxon gas station because I was so proud to be a member of the human society that created this structure. Literally tears streaming down my face at the fucking Exxon after buying Starburst. Like, wow. I don't know about anything, but I am so proud to be a member of the race of beings that created this structure. Because it is amazing, in a sense, of course. Any being creating such a complicated structure, no matter how ugly or stupid we might think it is, I mean, it is amazing, of course. But I found such great pride in being a member of this human species that accomplished all these things. But as the years go on, I find that I actually see everything that we've ever done as more and more futile. I see everything we create as trash. I can't even look at a stop sign without seeing trash. Everywhere I go, trash. My door, trash. My car, trash trash my computer trash nobody is going to use my computer after i use my computer nobody's going to use my speakers after i use my speakers i can entertain some nice little idea that oh i'm gonna put it all in a box and give it to salvation army somebody else will find use of it bitch okay okay first of all first of all it's a gamble whether or not they're gonna put that on a shelf to resell to somebody okay If they do, what are the chances someone will buy it? Pretty much everything in your uh, near perimeter, your general radius, is going to end up in a landfill. It will not be recycled. It is trash. And whatever object you're holding right now or looking at right now is probably one of a run of thousands. There are thousands of items, just like the one you're looking at or holding right now, thousands of them. They're all going to end up in a landfill. None of them will be recycled. Everything you're looking at, everything in your general environment, trash. Your house, trash. Someone's going to tear it down, and all those materials will sit in a fucking landfill. Just trash everywhere. We have just built an empire of fucking trash. And this isn't even about some sort of impending climate crisis or anything. It's more about just the aesthetics of it all. Just so, just so unbecoming. Embarrassing. I feel deep shame now, where I used to feel such great pride. Like, look, look, isn't it amazing? We built this keyboard, we built this mug, we built this, we built that. But now all I see is trash. 
God, it's awful. It's an awful thing to see. I wish I could unsee. At the same time, I don't necessarily. This realization that everything I love about myself is actually what I love about other people and what I love about humankind has been something that I think could potentially become useful. I mean, first of all, let me take a break from this rant and ask you, can any of you relate to this? Do any of you feel as if you have come into a moment of feeling as if, well, everything I thought was amazing about us might not be amazing at all? After having this thought, this realization that everything I love about myself is actually not not really about myself at all. It's about other people and about being a member of this civilization. I then was thinking, well, perhaps I cannot keep my love for myself and for my species intact the way that it previously existed, at least. But surely I don't have to exist in this mode of just incredible self-hatred and hatred for all we've built. Even if all we've done is an endless stream of surrogate activity, shout out Ted. And I found a bit of solace in wandering into civilization itself. Let's do something we haven't done in a long time. Let's consult Merriam-Webster. Because that's what we did on the original Talk About It series, and that's what we'll continue to do. Let us consult Miriam, our dear friend. Miriam, what is civilization? Civilization. 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 This is so interesting. There's a new thing now. Well, maybe this isn't new. Where there's an essential meaning given and a full meaning given. <laughs> what is that? Uh, first, I'll read to you what Miriam says is the essential meaning of civilization. Number one. The condition that exists when people have developed effective ways of organizing a society and care about art, science, etc. Okay, that was the essential meaning of civilization, and here is the full definition of civilization. A relatively high level of cultural and technological development. Specifically, the stage of cultural development at which writing and the keeping of written records is attained. Okay, well that's convenient. According to this definition of civilization, the definition really, I think in the dictionary and also how we tend to use it, really is just referring to our specific iteration of civilization, right? The one that begins approximately 6,000 years ago when we begin recording the activities that ultimately contribute to the now, the current iteration of society, everything that was recorded leading up to it. And one could argue that even before we begin recording this current iteration of society and civilization, we're already on some sort of path, quote-unquote, to it. And thinking about whether or not we are on a path is something that, you know, 
is a very heated and ongoing debate in philosophy and political philosophy. Uh, I believe I did an upload on it in here too as well uh, one time. This idea that we are not necessarily on a path to anything. And much of what we do is ultimately sort of arbitrary in a sense that much of how we've organized society doesn't necessarily represent some sort of coming to a logical conclusion or coming to some sort of natural conclusion. Really, we're just kind of following this random, almost, not entirely random, but pseudo-random series of cause and effect that has led us here. And if I'm not mistaken, this is a um, this is something that's enumerated by Deleuze and Guattari, who you <laughs> haven't read, but hey, we're going to read them for book club after we read Derrida, so come on into the Discord. Um, but this is an idea that many philosophers have embraced, this idea that we are not on a path to anything necessarily. And j- just as the postmodernists uh, reject this Enlightenment era attitude where Enlightenment era thinkers, many of them believe we are on a path to the truth. We are on a path to finding and uncovering a real actual truth that exists in the world. We're on the natural path to uncovering it. We realize at a certain point, no, we are not on a path to uncovering truth because truth never existed. We create truths. So how can we uncover something that we are creating in real time? We are constantly creating and recreating conceptions of truth, just as we're constantly creating and recreating and destroying and recreating iterations of our current society. And much of what we do, in a sense, is arbitrary. I've already felt this way for a long period of time, but at least I told myself. I told myself, even though humans are on a path to nowhere, technically... At least we can measure some sort of progress by way of our technological advancements and our medical advancements in particular. And unfortunately, Ted ruined that. He shattered that illusion for me. Thanks a fucking lot, Ted. So now we have nothing. What I want to share, what got me thinking that I would like to talk about this topic is that this topic has been something I've been grappling with for so long. And it's really kind of, I feel like, the final frontier of whether or not one can be truly happy in the world, at least for myself. I found that all of my pride and love for myself is wrapped up in this idea that I am a part of the great human civilization. And between taking all of these black pills in succession, first the radical feminist black pill, where I realized that civilization is only created by the half of us. The other half of us have had no meaningful input. And not only that, but we now live in a civilization that is not built for half of us. And so the shells are too high and I can't reach them. There's no seatbelts for my femoid body, yada yada. That was uh, when I began to start looking at civilization sideways. Then I start to think, shit, so much of what we do is completely useless. Even things like medical technology, I mean, look at where we're going with it. And it... People like Ted raised the idea, well, maybe with our medical technologies, we're actually harming ourselves. One has to wonder, how can I feel okay in a civilization where I no longer even feel like I align with the goals 
of it, if it even has a goal. We're on a path to nowhere and all we're doing is just trashing up the fucking place. How can I ever feel good or happy again? Hmm? I'm not sure if I can, but realizing and thinking about the fact that civilization, according to the dictionary and everything that we are told our whole lives, when we talk about mankind and the history of humanity and human civilization, all we're really talking about is the past 6,000 years. All we're talking about is this society and this civilization. But my peers, my brothers, my sisters, this is not the whole of human society or humankind. No. Why must I define myself and only see myself through the lens of recorded human history when actual human history far surpasses this brief little blip in fucking time? We are not 6,000 years old, bitch. We're 200,000 years old at least. We are approximately 200,000 years old. And that, of course, is subject to change as uh, the science of dating bones and all this is constantly updating. I think it's probably safe to say that we're at least 200,000 years old, okay? That's what we're going with right now. If we are 200,000 years old... what? Think about this. Whenever we talk about human history and human civilization, everything that we identify with as humans, that is only 3% of actual human history. Three fucking percent. Can you believe it? That isn't shit. So why do we have to define ourselves through this 3%? Is it rational? Hmm... On the one hand, I suppose it is, because if we're talking about things like taking pride in ourselves, what should we take pride in about ourselves if not that what we do? People are ultimately admired on the basis of what they do, not who they are, right? But is this a fool's errand trying to find pride and self-worth in the idea of what humans do when what we currently do is nothing but a bunch of surrogate activities building our empire of fucking trash? Hmm. <sighs> At the same time, I have to recognize, too, that part of why I see everything as a giant trash heap is only because of very recent human history where industrialization has ruined everything. And this has only been a reality since the 1800s or so. So that's what? Two, 200 years ago? So 200 is what percent? <laughs> of 6,000. Holy shit, are you ready for this? Guess what, well, guess what percent 200 is of 6,000? 3%! Holy shit, I'm uncovering angel numbers right here. It's not just 3%, it's 3.33333 repeating percent. Guys, we're discovering something right now. 6,000 years of recorded human history is only 3% of our entire human history, and industrialization is 3% of entire recorded human history. Jesus Christ, we're like on some Illuminati shit right now. I'm scared. Joe Biden's about to pop out and shoot me. 
because I'm spilling secrets. Joe, please, I didn't know. Don't. Wow. How amazing. How amazing. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. What do you believe we should do in light of this? What are your your <laughs> what are your feelings on this, my friends? What do we do? What is my identity as a human? And do I need one? No, not necessarily. But how can one feel okay in the world, which I suppose is all I'm trying to do, with everything the way that it is? If humans can only feel pride based on what we do, if people should only feel pride for what they do, not who they are, what do we have to be proud of? Has every human accomplishment ultimately led up to this? This moment in history where everything is so trivialized and feels like a fucking joke? Zensei, aren't you the one who advises to just be? I think we want too much. Am I the one who advises to just be? Absolutely not. I agree that I think we want, I think we want too much as well, but... But what if we simply want to be left alone so we can just be? If I could literally just be, if I could just live in a fucking cabin like Ted and chop down my firewood and have babies and fucking whatever the fuck people used to do, if it was possible to just be, I think that a lot of us would be less miserable. I think what's difficult is we are forced to essentially live our lives like we agree with the principles of our current iteration of society. I mean, every day I am asked to be complicit in activities I morally disagree with. I don't agree with having to live in this house constructed of hazardous materials. I don't agree to driving a car. A car that consumes gas. I don't agree. I don't agree going to the grocery store and buying bottles upon bottles and buying all of these single-use items that come in packages. I don't agree. And it's true that I can and I do try to avoid all of these things I don't agree with doing. But at the end of the day, I can only abstain from so much. It's like I'm forced to participate in activities I fundamentally disagree with day in and day out and I'm forced to hear the opinions of people who are just I feel I disagree with in so many ways and these are people who are so influential in the world and people who run the world and if I really could just be that'd be one thing but I feel as if we can't just be and this is what begins to make life almost miserable at a certain point, as embarrassing as that is to admit, because I used to always be the person who said that as long as you're alive, you have a lot to be happy about because you can just sit around and trip out. But I also believed that when I was high out of my mind on drugs 100% of every day. So of course I felt that way. I was constantly high. Yes, I was happy and tripping out all the time. Now that I am sober, <laughs> And forced to confront the reality of everything. Even though I tell myself, my rational mind acknowledges that as long as I'm alive, I can always kind of force myself into wondering about how trippy and awesome everything is. Because this is true. 
at the same time, it's like, bro, I can't. I wish I could just turn off, like, the knowledge that everything in my immediate surrounding is trash. That I drive a car that's trash. That I am constantly participating in activities that I fundamentally disagree with. I mean, even just living in this nation, the kinds of activities I participate in every day, I feel like, I just feel like everything I do is just the opposite of virtuous. I hate it. So if just being was truly an option, then I think that I would happily just be. But the issue, I think, is that we can. And it's because we are all members of civilization Civilization. and we can't simply exit this iteration but if i have to leave us with one positive message i think it would be that because i do not believe this civilization is the result of any sort of natural progression or is the conclusion of any sort of natural progression this is just one iteration out of many possible iterations and we are just living in a succession of regime changes an arbitrary kind of technology rollouts at this point um because this is true i believe it is true i believe that it would be possible to create a better civilization or none at all Though I don't see that really happening. But for me, I take great comfort in thinking that this civilization is only one civilization. And this civilization might be our first attempt at a civilization. Though who knows? Certain people... What's his name? Graham Hancock, I believe. Doesn't he believe that there was a whole like other ancient society and civilization that... We completely forgot the history of. Um, It peaked and collapsed and then we started over. Who fucking knows? If all we have of recorded human history accounts for 3% of our total existence, it does seem like it's totally possible. It doesn't seem probable, but that's because there's no reason to uh, think that way now. But it could be possible or probable. Who fucking knows? But I feel better when I begin to think of us more in our totality for the whole of our human history. And when I remember that we are 200,000 years old. We are not 6,000 years old. So that means that I don't need to be defined ultimately by all that we have done in this iteration of human civilization. I am ancient and wise. Ooh, sipping coffee. We are a tiny speck of dust, says Kerrigan. Bitch, speak for yourself. I'm not a tiny speck of dust. Get the fuck out of here. Well, something that we got into the habit of doing during our weekly live streams was a binaural beat meditation. And I would like to preserve this practice. Sarah says, other people want to be virtuous too, so the next most virtuous thing is to maybe organize the message, which is what you're doing. Well, I'm glad that you think this is a virtuous activity, Sarah. That's all we can do, right? Aim to be virtuous. (laughs) Uh, And to me, virtuous simply means doing what feels most coherent with everything I believe to be true.
And I believe that living the way I'm living in a way that contradicts all of my values and what I believe is true about the world is not virtuous. I would like to be able to live a virtuous life. And I don't feel as if that's really currently possible in this iteration of society and civilization. And that is why, as painful as it is to break up with my identity, which really has been like completely founded on my love for human society. I mean, ultimately, all of us, I think, only have identities that we fashion through the lens of what we, of the of other people. I mean, what would your identity be if you truly were the only human on the earth? You would have none. All of our ideas about ourselves come to us by way of other people. This is a concept that Hegel talks about when he talks about mutual externalization. This idea that you come to fashion your own self-image through the eyes of your neighbor. You see others seeing you. And you begin to form your ideas about yourself based on your ideas of other people and what you think other people think about you and what you think about other people thinking about you. It's pretty fucking trippy, okay? So... This, I think, is an inevitable fact of existence. You can't separate yourself from the external world and all of your human peers. Of course, to a certain extent, we are defined through what it is humans as a whole collectively do. And all that we have done by way of human civilization. At the same time, I think that we can still look beyond that and create an identity, a human identity... That is not founded on all of these surrogate activities we've committed to for the past 6,000 years and longer. But perhaps we can, we can take pride in ourselves simply for being. For being these amazing, trippy-ass, weird-ass, naked monkey things that do stuff. That do surrogate activities. It's pretty fucking cool. Anyway, one of the things that we began doing in our absence was a, a binaural beat meditation to really help us shift our focus and bring it in. So let's do a meditation together binaurally before we depart for the week and meet next week to discuss another topic. And these, I hope, will just get better and better as we go on and I force myself to refocus Sorry that this one was a little rusty, but we'll, we're, we're going to do it. We're on a path to something. We're, like, building something. We're on a path, okay? We're on a path. So everybody, please sit back, close your eyes, touch your penis, and get ready to ascend. My friends, we are gathered here together in our human civilization to commune with each other in peace and in harmony. We manifest in these unstable times.
where the future is bleak, where we live in an empire of trash, where we have lost all self-love and confidence. We manifest that we will not define ourselves ultimately by this iteration of human civilization, but instead we will remember that we are 200,000 years old. We are not 6,000 years old. Humanity is not only the history of architecture and of conquest and of war. Human history begins from the moment our DNA evolved to be the beings that we are now. Human history begins the second the first human came into existence. We are not defined by what we do. We are defined by what we are. Just being human is a thing that we manifest we will come to take great pride in. We will continue working towards our goal of being able to orgasm with no hands. Amen. And there we have it. We are on a path to being able to masturbate without touching our genitals, if nothing else. So thank you everybody for joining us for this bleak <laughs> civilization stream. Um, like we've been talking about, those of you who are Patreon members, at a certain point, you have to just kind of force yourself to focus and to find some sort of, to forge some sort of path. I feel as if it's been so it's been so difficult to force myself to give a fuck when I live in a trash empire but you know what I'm forcing it and eventually my love for life my lust for life my love for human civilization and society will be restored we must force it we must fake it till we fucking make it can I get an amen so, this is what we will continue to do every week. We will force ourselves to focus. We will force ourselves to commit to topics. And as we do, we will only become more clear, more concise, and more productive with our time and our energy 
and we will regain a sense of well-being that we have lost. Can I get an amen? I believe. I believe. I believe, bitch. I fucking believe. Let's go. I feel inspired just, just fucking saying it. Just fucking saying that I believe I can be inspired again. I'm fucking inspired. Get the fuck over it. Fucking love it. I believe. Do you believe? Let's fucking go. Anyway, I'll see you all next week. If you have any ideas for topics, please uh, leave a comment on the YouTube or wherever else or come into Discord and leave a comment in there. Like I said... These live streams are only for Patreon members. If you want to be a part of the live stream, you must pay $1 to get on in here. Our book club series has also resumed. I still haven't posted the next reading. I'm very sorry. A lot going on, like being fucking black-pilled and meandering. Um, but it will be a text by Derrida, and it's about art. So get excited. I'll post it soon. I know I said that <laughs> last week and the week before but you know what time isn't real so it's like okay anyway have a great evening um stay safe and most importantly stay trippy i'll see you next week goodbye and don't forget to thumbs up